are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. Happy Monday, by the way. Hopefully your work week gets off on the right foot. Uh, We're going to get to work here on Locked On Spurs right with you. What are we talking about today? We're talking about workout, workout, workouts. No, something I should be doing every day because, you know, old age and quarantine life but nevertheless this and it was revealed that several players did get a workout with the spurs we're gonna look at who they are um what are we liking about these guys and a lot lot more who is helping me today on this episode of lockdown spurs it is none other than the spurs writer himself ty yeager ty welcome back good morning and well thank you for having me on i'm just jazzed to be up this early you know what i mean first of all I don't know how you do your sleep schedule. Do you even have one? Um, that's to be decided. Honestly, it's <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm we're currently I'm running an all nighter, and I still don't know how I have this much energy. I honestly don't you know eat, how. You ate water burger for breakfast. I did not. I had that for dinner <laughs> last night. Oh, so your days are just blending in together. Then <laughs> that's bad time. That's so it's, bad. Uh, remember, like the beginning of quarantine? Yeah, that's kind of how it is at, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, you don't knock out during the re- recording right now. So, uh, if you got to take a, a Vibrin or you got to drink a coffee, go for it right now. So, we're going gonna... coffee. I don't drink coffee. Funny enough, I don't drink coffee. But I do have a tip for everyone out there. If you drink like a glass of water first thing you wake up, it will energize you. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Not only is Ty going to give you some information on San Antonio Spurs, he gives you some life hacks. Way to I'm go, getting... Ty. I'm giving you guys all info on how to mess up your sleep schedule. Yeah. Well, maybe you don't want to take uh, Ty's advice yeah, you here. you probably don't want to. Sorry, yeah. y'all. <laughs> but one thing you do want to take away from Ty is his reporting. Uh, Ty, uh, you recently reported that the uh, Spurs did work out a couple of guards. That's right. A couple of guards have chatted slash worked out with the Spurs ahead of the 2021 NBA draft. Who are they? What do you like? What don't you like about these guys? All right, don't worry, everyone. These are second-round prospects. These guys are projected to go second round to undrafted. So these are not going like first round. This is not like our 12th pick or anything like that. But these two are going to be Austin Rees from out of Oklahoma, a senior, a 6'5 guard, 205 pounds, known for his – I'm going to go start off with him first off. He's known for – he's a kind of a skill combo guard, about the same height as DeJounte. And he's known for his shooting. He had a really good he had a really good season at Oklahoma, and was known for his shooting as well as his playmaking. The only kind of the only issue he had in in college was that he was a streaky shooter and just kind of wasn't wasn't primarily the best defender. But overall, he had a really good season as a sharpshooter for Oklahoma, and that's kind of why he's in that second round. The other one is I'm hoping I'm saying his first name right, Makio Makio Teague. M A C O I read it as Maceo or Maceo. 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 Yeah. We'll go with that way. Maceo Teague, uh, he's a 6'4", 189-pound guard out of Baylor, and he was kind of one of the main reasons that Baylor had one of the most efficient offenses in the, in the NCAA last season. He's also known as one of the best shooters in college at that moment. Solid shooter from like both from the mid-range and behind the arc, was shooting some crazy numbers. 
And just also, he's kind of an art combo guard where he can be a solid defender, has solid athleticism. The only issue is he is 24, so his upside is very limited in terms of how right. where that's going to go. So that's kind of why he is a second round target. But overall, the Spurs are the Spurs are working out second round guards, but the, are mainly shooters. So maybe I'm kind of seeing a pattern here, at least with the second round prospects. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Spurs uh, do have number 41 tie. Is that correct? Uh, in the second round? Correct. So um, they can definitely uh, afford to look at uh, shooting. And that is something they desperately needed, as we learned last season. And we're learning right now in the NBA playoffs. you got to get those guys that can knock down the threes. Spurs kind of sort of had them, but they're not reliable. They're not consistent. They're very streaky. Outside of Patty Mills, it kind of plummets after that. Maybe Ty, correct me if I'm wrong, you could throw in Devin and Lonnie and Derek maybe as your next three-point shooters after after Mills. But nevertheless, Ty, that's still an issue that the Spurs have to address. If they don't know that by now, Ty, I don't know what's going to get through their head that shooting is a priority this offseason, Ty. And it's a, it's a good sign whenever you look at the eight players that they've interviewed or worked out between Keon Johnson, Kai Jones, Trey Murphy the third, Joe Weiskamp, LJ Figuero, I think I said that right, Jordan right, Hall, yeah, and right. then these and these new two addition, these two new additions, all these guys are kind of can shoot, and that's a really good sign that the Spurs are looking at shooters for this upcoming draft, because ranking dead last in three point shooting. That's not a good way to go, especially whenever you're seeing teams like the Suns, like the Hawks in the playoffs deep into the conference finals now that are just killing teams with their three-point shooting. Now, three-point shooting should not be like your only thing. We saw how that really screwed over Utah in terms of living and dying by the three. Plus, we seen we saw the Rockets do it years ago where they missed how many threes in, the, in a game seven. So it's right. not this no team should really live and die by the three, but the Spurs do. The Spurs are clearly understanding that they need to address their three-point shooting, and they need to start adding some, at least someone that can start sh- that can shoot from beyond the arc. Either be their first-round pick, or be a second-round pick that can add on to the depth. If you're looking at, aside from these guys that you reported on, but overall the fact that they're looking at shooting, you're right. It's it's absolutely a good sign that at least in through these uh, workout and reports that they're looking at shooters. But let's just say, let's just pretend they go with the guys that, you know, you, you reported either, you know, Maceo or Reeves, okay, whoever. Th- that guy is going to be an Austin, right? Nobody should expect that individual to be getting minutes in San Antonio. Is that correct? I would ex- think so, but I'm also, it, I think it depends on how this offseason goes for San Antonio, especially when it comes to free agents. If, for some reason, the Spurs just don't really land any good top free agents. Maybe they give those draft guys a little bit more time than time on the court than they actually think or were expecting. So maybe that is the case, but most likely I think they go down to Austin. May, these guys could either be two-way guys or if it's a really good talent and you somehow grab them at 41, maybe you do go the Trey Jones route, sign them to a full contract, but kind of send them back and forth between Austin and San Antonio. And this upcoming season, the Spurs should have the opportunity and not have to be stuck sending guys waiting two weeks for a period in quarantine and stuff like that. I think this next se- this next season should definitely be more normal in terms of mm-hmm. allowing guys to develop going back and forth between Austin and San Antonio. So most likely you'll probably see these guys in the G League, but 
nonetheless, it's going to be fun. And plus, these guys can still help the team. Uh, of the two guys, which one do you prefer? If you're in that war room with San Antonio, let's just pretend, you know, it's Reeves or Maceo. You know, who are you telling Brian Wright to pick? So, but Austin Reeves has been more the guy has been the guy that's been on more the mock drafts. I know mock drafts don't explain the whole thing. So it's he seems to be more all around. The height's there. He can and with that height, he can rebound. He's again, he's the same height as Dejounte. So it's pretty that can be pretty handy. Rebounding's there, everything like that. But if you really want someone that can really boost your offense coming off the bench and possibly become a become a neck the next patty mills in terms of a spark plug shooter teague probably is the one to go there because he's known for his shooting and along with that he's has some solid defense for his size has solid athlete so why not go with teague in terms of as backup i think there's other options in the second round but amongst these guys that we have seen them interview already teague would be at least my pick between austin reeves and him bill bar is the best tasting protein bar ever why is it so good? Well, they got so many selections. They have nine delicious flavors, including the limited time flavor. You get coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry. The list goes on and on. Hey, look, there's something for everyone. And if you just can't decide between all the amazing flavors that Belt Bar has, well, they have the mix box, so they got your back. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. You cannot beat that. Now, look, most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Get them today. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Get whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCK15. Get yourself 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Is that you, you said that if you look at the pattern and you mentioned, you know, obviously you're reporting and who they're t- talking with, it seems to me just an overall idea that they're looking at exactly what they lack the shooting and the big with Kai Jones. That has got to make Spurs fans feel a little relief knowing that, okay, you know, they see what the issues are, huh, Ty? Yeah. And again, that's a good sign. I, I doubt the Spurs front office is blinded or naive to what's what's their weaknesses are i think they clearly knew that promise with this team last season it was just the personnel wasn't there was a really a weird fit but you could probably you're going to see the spurs most likely go towards a a youth movement this upcoming season and again you're looking at you're looking at second round prospects that's just kind of was a given plus the spurs didn't know where they landed in the laundry in terms of so they were going to wait to interview and work out people until they knew where they were at 12 so second round the second round dra- workouts and interviews were already going to be there but there's also some really good but there's some really solid guys in the second round that can still be helpful to your team they're not going to be game changers right off the bat but if you're willing to be patient and have some prospects go ahead these guys are definitely guys to take waivers on Wise Camp, I've been told, is a re- is a really solid prospect in terms that he can shoot and defend well, and plus has like a forty three inch vertical, which is higher than Lonnie's, which is interesting. <laughs> That's you know, crazy, right? Higher than Lonnie's. Yeah, and the again, the other issue is, mo- and most of the issues with these second round prospects, they're just a little bit older in terms of draft age. So, but there's still, I think there's guys that can really help the team out in some some way or another down the line. You're going to see it with Trey Jones. I think Trey Jones is going to be in this rotation next this upcoming season, especially if Patty Mills is not is not on the team anymore. I think Trey Jones is certainly going to be playing on the Spurs team, and 
again, you never know with injuries that happen throughout the season. Maybe a guy actually develops much quicker than the Spurs anticipated. You might have these second round guys be part of your rotation at maybe at the end of bench, most likely. But again, these guys could become these could get become guys that become part of your team mm-hmm. and really help you out in the long run. Well, we'll see exactly what the Spurs do with their second round pick. And I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of Spurs fans, I think they're kind of forgetting that the Spurs actually have two picks in the draft and uh, 12 and 41. But we're talking with Ty Yeager here about the upcoming NBA draft and some of the names that have already been thrown out there who the Spurs are chatting with and working out. Although, at least with me, Ty, uh, Stanford's Zaire Williams didn't say he worked out with the Spurs, nor did he say he had a chat with the Spurs. But I recently had a chance to chat with Williams. And, you, you know, he's there with me. We're talking. And then I say, hey, you know, do you pay attention to mock drafts? And he's like, yeah, kind of, sort of, not really, you know, you know, kind of a canned answer. And I said, well, you know, you're kind of projected to go like kind of middle roundish, you know, in the first round. You know, and possibly you can land with San Antonio. I go, your thoughts on that? And Ty, it's almost as if like he revealed his hand or something Hmm. because he just lit up. He started saying like, you know, he goes, I think his first reaction was, oh, it would be dope to play with them. It would be dope to play with uh, Popovich. You know, their resume speaks for themselves. I would be honored if they picked me. Uh, Again, he didn't verify either way, whether a chat or a workout, but he is a guy that could land on the Spurs' lap at 12. Your thoughts on him? Certainly. I was, again, I've kind of been staying up all night, so I've been doing a little bit of draft <laughs> research. I'm not a draft expert, by the way. I'm, I've never claimed to be. i kind of just going off notes that I've found all over the place. But one of the comparisons I've seen with him is, at least on one page, is a Paul George light or everything that Josh Jackson was used to be, according to uh, yeah. NBA draft room. But... There is a the Spurs definitely have a need in terms of especially if they're moving on from DeMar DeRozan and Rudy Gay that they need someone that can become a, a scorer that can create their own shot. Zaire Williams is one of those guys that can really dr- can drive your offense whenever you need it. If you need a bucket, you can probably go Zaire Zaire Williams and he can help you out. But I've seen his mid-range shot which looks solid, his size is there as a nice wing wing spot and just a high energy, high energy defender, which that just screens Spurs. But whenever you said that he kind of just lit up about, about uh wanting to play with the Spurs, I like you said, I think he played his hand and he. I'm not again. This isn't reported or anything, but I'm pre, I'm just a, I'm guessing that maybe the Spurs did work out with him or interview him, and he's probably excited mm-hmm. from that prospect. Yeah, you, you know, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because I spoke with other prospects uh, a few days ago. And one of their answers, at least the majority of the answers have always been like, uh, you know, you'll have to talk to my agent. Like if if there's any been any chatter with me and, you know, X team, fill in the blank, you know, Spurs, Knicks, Nets, whatever. So, yeah, a lot of these players kind of let their agents handle it. And maybe at the time Zaire just was told, you know, kind of keep it on the down low, you know, don't say anything. You know, and there's a lot of, you know, strategizing and, you know, don't say this, don't they? I mean, you, you hear reports, Ty, of players – you know, not wanting to go to the combine because they have promises from teams, you know. So wouldn't be surprised if Zaire Williams' name does get called at 12, but is he worthy to be picked at 12, Ty? I think so. All the mocks kind of have him around that area. And again, I know mocks are not the be all, all. 
end all, but he is dropping around that late lottery to mid first round type range. And honestly, he does fit a need. Man, 6'9", almost 6'10", still growing. Still one of the younger guys in the draft. So it's certainly, it's definitely not a reach to have Zaire Williams there. Especially say, especially say that Kai Jones or Keon Johnson, who both have an interview with the Spurs, are not available. Because Kai Jones is kind of in a weird spot where he ranges all over the all over the place in terms of the mock drafts where he can go as early as nine in Yahoo sports or as late mm-hmm. as like 17 in ESPN or I mean 18 in sports illustrated. So it, mm-hmm. he can go all over the place and he might go early. We saw this actually last year with Patrick Williams where Patrick Williams kind of had a late resurgence near the B right before the draft. And he ended up going fourth overall. So I think Kai Jones actually might be kind of one of those guys and he's kind of filling that same pattern that Patrick Williams did. So don't be surprised if Kai, William, if Kai Jones kind of falls into that top 10. But if Zaire, if Zaire Williams is still there and your kind of your other options on your board are not there, he is not a bad pick at all. No, not at all. Does, would he address a need for San Antonio? He would, and because, like I said, in most of these in most of these draft write-ups, they're calling him they re, they compare him to Paul George and Rudy Gay of like a prime Rudy Gay. And what you are losing this season is older guys that, and Rudy Gay and DeMar DeRozan, who were your primary scorers, who create their own shot. And it looks like Zaire Williams could do that easily. If I'm wrong, please please correct me again. I'm also running on all-nighter, and I'm also not a fear <laughs> draft expert. Again, I'm just writing. I'm running off notes. but And, and fumes, too. You're running on fumes as well. Yes, that too. But if he can... If he can be, if he can bring you that same that's that same body in terms of like a six nine six ten dude that's still growing, that can score. That is a high energy defender. I know there there's still some upside, and there's a lot there's a lot of upside with some of these guys, especially with guys like Kai Jones too. But if you can get this guy, he's going to fit your need. You you can play Mm -hmm. him at the four, and. That's always it's always going to be helpful, especially if a guy can be very versatile in his defense, knowing that how defensive this Spurs team is probably going to be next season. Absolutely, you know he is 19 years old. You know, obviously, you know with any incoming rookie, there are things to work on. Uh, first of his physical frame, he's still on the slight side, you know, but that'll come, you know. So if the Spurs were to opt to use number 12 for Williams, you know, he's definitely got to fill out his frame. The only concern for me, though, about Williams is his three-point shooting. Last season with Stanford, 29%. And that's from the college line, Ty. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's, it's – whenever I am looking at these prospects, if I see that the three-point shot really wasn't landing for them, that does kind of scare me, knowing that the Spurs desperately need some three-point shooting. And there's obviously some other guys that can really shoot. Jalen Johnson, Corey Kisper, Franz Wagner – all those guys can really shoot compared to Zaire Williams. But it also, I think it also, you got to look at how these guys' jump shots are. Like I was looking at Josh Giddy tape and the dude has a really stiff jump shot, but he's still willing to take threes and willing to take those mid range shots. And maybe if you get him with a guy like, like chip, maybe it can be helpful. I know, I know chip is not the, my favorite phrase right now is going to be the end all be all. 
mm-hmm. not going to be the he's not going to be the pure magic key for everything, aka Ben Simmons. I don't think he can mm-hmm. fix that easily. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm right there. I'm 100 with you. I don't think he, anybody can fix Ben Simmons. And I, I think it's more. It's not more of a mechanics thing. It's a mental thing with that too. But like, I think Josh Giddey's jump shot can easily be fixed, and he's one of the guys I like just from his playmaking and some of his his basketball IQ. But his his three point shooting was a bit abysmal in the NBL. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action over at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head on over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and, well, contest info, and much, much more. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your shot at getting into the game as teams prep for the runs to the playoffs. Head to the website right now or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to give your money back. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code LOCKEDON. And Zaire Williams might be one of those guys that I need to look at more of his jump shot, see where it's, where it's at. But maybe he's like that where, again, if you just get him in front of a chip, maybe for a few months... You can f- probably see some improvement. Again, I'm not expecting Chip to solve everything. No one is always going to be like Kawhi, like DeJounte, mm-hmm. where their jump shots do improve throughout their career just because of working with Chip alongside. So I can't expect that, but it doesn't hurt to have – it never hurts to have Chip England on your bench sure. whenever you're yeah. developing guys. Right. right. You're, you're right. Yeah, it's not going to not not hurt him if you know he does work with um, Chip there, but – you know, hey, you know, if they can get Kawhi hit that jumper, you know, really work with him. I mean, I, I get it. Kawhi was a different, you know, beast, you know, as far as the player is concerned. But, hey, you know, Chip can work uh, with guys. But I agree with you right there. Ben Simmons, I think that's – I don't want to say a lost cause, but, man, I'm getting there, Ty. Um, it's 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 hard. With yeah. Ben, there, we could talk about this. I know this is last week's news, but it's – there's, I think there's, there's more to Ben Simmons than, oh, he's an all, he's an all NBA defender. He's a former number one, number one all pick. There's, there's a lot more to that man. And Spurs fans need to really kind of research the, not just his play on the court, but just kind of mentality that I've heard that he's had. That just, it just, it's not promising. And that will be maybe for another locked on Spurs. If that chatter, well, at least maybe it died down already. With uh, was it the report that they're the Phillies going to go ahead and move forward with him? They, so they're hopefully dedicated that to will... keep it him. And so I tweeted yeah. out, everyone, can we please shut up about this with a laugh emoji? <laughs> and clearly, of course, I did not learn my lesson as I got more comments. No, you're that. That's just going to rile everybody up. I mean, yeah, you did, I, I, you, I what you lesson. did is the exact opposite. Yeah, here's your, my best advice to you, young Ty: is sometimes just don't say anything. Seriously, <laughs> just don't but, say anything. But going, but going back to Zaire Williams again, he's a go-to score potential, and and Kevin O'Connor says in his draft guide that if he can iron out the kinks in his shooting mechanics, he's going to be a he's going to be a positive type player. Hey, one guy you brought up is Kai Jones out of Texas, and it has been uh, well, no, through his own mouth, you know, Kai said, "Yeah, I worked out with San Antonio. I like that." Uh, that was good to hear because he's exactly what the Spurs need, Ty, a bouncy big. Your thoughts? 
Oh, I love it. This is the this is the type of player I've wanted for a long time. I wanted a rim runner. I want a guy that can play up both ends of the ends of the court with defense, blocking, and then finish at the rim. And they're like the peer, the number one highlight for Kai Jones is him getting a, a block on one end and then in transition finishes, finishes an alley oop. That's perfect to me. It's lethal rim running, and honestly, if you give a guy like that to the spur to the Spurs guards and Derek Dejounte, and I know the Spurs team is not known for running alley oop plays, but maybe when you get a guy like Kai Jones who has his athleticism at his height, maybe maybe you start changing that. And I will, I am excited. And he's my he's honestly one of my top picks in that n- number twelve range. If Scotty Barnes could drop there, I'll pick him. But Kai Jones, just having the skill set that he has, he has a tremendous upside. That's so it is a high risk, high reward type pick because he's. I don't think he's an instant game changer. I don't think he's a starter if he's mm-hmm. drafted for at least with the Spurs. So he's going to earn his minutes, but with that second unit. But the upside is definitely there, and that's probably the most exciting thing. And like we like I've said before and multiple times, some people pick guys just because of upside. That's what Lucas Samanich is. And I think Kai Jones might be the same thing. I think Kai Jones is a little more NBA ready right. at this point, but he's going to be an upside guy that you might need to be a little patient with, but I still mm-hmm. think that he can make a pre- a significant difference. We're talking with Ty Yeager, a Spurs writer. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at the Ty Yeager. You know, when I found when we all found out that Jones is working out with San Antonio, I was like, yes, yes, somebody who can address a big need that the Spurs have to get. But Ty, what does that mean for Jakob Pertl? I don't think it means much. A Kai Jones, like I said, Kai Jones is most likely going to be coming off the bench to start off his career. And while and Jakob does have two years left on his contract, I don't think it's a negative to have Kai Jones behind him at all it's going to one encourage competition and i think we always see that jacob tends to flourish whenever he's trying to compete for his minutes and two it gives you a second type of big behind him because kai jones can't stretch for it's not perfect yet it's definitely something that he's going to work on but knowing a guy that can shoot a big guy that can shoot beyond the perimeter that's going to be helpful for this team, especially in pick and pop situations. I would, we know that Dejounte and Derek are probably one of the best pick and roll ball handlers, at least on this team. Derek White, especially, is excellent with Jakob Hurdle. But if you can give him a guy like Kai Jones who can either finish at the rim in dazzling style, or pick and pop and shoot from beyond the arc and keep defenses on defenses honest, that's going to be really helpful for the Spurs team, and it's going to be. It's going to make them dangerous on the offensive end, but the, the, but having Kai some, Jones, but having like the mixed duo of have defense with Jakob and then having maybe an offensive threat with Kai Jones, I think that's a great like one-two punch. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's worse problems the Spurs can have with that, but you know, you're you're seeing some naysayers about Kai Jones saying, "Okay, really, a number twelve pick for this example, who only averaged about six points a game." Ty, your thoughts. What I've heard in the most with how Texas was run, that it was just the offense. I forgot what the head coach's name was, but he's no longer there because as they've uh, hired Chris Beard from Texas Tech, the 
Texas offense just wasn't ran properly. And as a result, I don't think Kai Jones or even Greg Brown were played properly with that, with that Texas team. But well, like I said, this guy's an upside guy and the flashes that he's shown are really dangerously good skills. Like he showed, like, again, he's shown skills that he can shoot the three, that he can guard the perimeter, that he can, we already know he can rim run, but if he's able to add those to his bag, again, you got Chip England who can really help with them shooting mechanics. Mm-hmm. Dude, Kai Jones could be a dangerous prospect and could probably could be one of the, again, he has one of the top upsides in this draft, in this draft class in terms of what he can become. Yeah, I and I, I like I like the pick. If if the Spurs were to get number twelve, and I mean not if they get him, but uh, if they use their number twelve and select Jones, I'd be okay. That's not a problem. Next, you know, bring oh, him I'm in not, already. Again, yeah. Kai Jones is high on my board, and I will be ecstatic if Kai Jones was still there and the Spurs used that pick on them. Yeah, I'd yeah, you, you see, yeah, you see uh, mock drafts, and as you mentioned, yeah, they are mock drafts and not you know science here, but. Yeah, he does fall in that range, uh, circling around 12. I've seen some mocks where Jones goes higher than 12. I've seen him where he really plummets, you know, to late first round. I mean, he's just all over the map. Right yeah, now, if this, right now, those mocks have him at average at 14th, and the the mode, if you know what the mode is in your statistics class, it's the the most uh the most of uh, certain. Uh, I can't talk to him this morning. Yeah. Can't, he He's, gets picked. Joe, he gets. He gets picked the most at sixteen, according to these mocks so far. Yeah, there you go. And again, at least according to the mocks, you know, technically he would. His name would still be on the board at twelve. But uh, you know, oh, what does your gut instincts tell you? What the Spurs are going to do with their pick? They're going to stand pat, do something with it, trade it, move up. What do you think they're going to do? I think they're going to stand pat, unless say that they hear they hear rumors that. Kai, say that Kaya Jones was their primary target that they were dead set on get, getting him. Just I'm putting Kai Jones as an, as an example. If they have a prospect that they are dead set on and they hear rumors that they might go early, I could see them trading some draft capital because one, they don't really have too much that they can really trade unless they really want to sacrifice a member of their young core. And I'm not sure that they're going to want to do that just yet. But I could see them trading up just a few spots using a, maybe a future first round pick or the cash considerations from the the big money that they just got a, they just acquired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see I could see them trading up just a few spots just to really get a guy that they are dead set on getting. AKA, AKA in my scenario, just Kai Jones. That's kind of the only way I see them really trading up. I can't see too many trade scenarios. A Demar Sidon trade at the draft is very complex and it's not. You really need to have things working so with between both the yard team and DeMar DeRozan. So I'm not sure that's going to happen. The same thing also applies with guys like Patty Mills and Rudy Gay, where just a sign trade is a little too complex by the time of the draft. But if they if they're dead set on someone, they will. I think they'll trade up for it. We saw it with Kawhi, mm-hmm. and we we saw how that ended up in terms of just <laughs> a, in terms in terms of a prospect reaching their potential. I'm not saying about the the whole situation about that, but they picked a prospect that they were dead set on, and that prospect became one of the best players in the NBA. I trust the Spurs. Absolutely. I trust the Spurs scouting system. So if they're dead set on a guy, and I'm honestly going to trust whoever they pick, it's just because that's 
Again, they've hit home runs at 29th. If they're given the 12th pick, I'm going to think that they shall they should be doing really well, especially yeah. in such a loaded draft class. And, and that's absolutely a good point because 29, they've netted Derek White and DeJounte Murray and the pretty and good Kelton And Kelton Johnson, thank you. I'm just saying, maybe they should trade their... I think they should trade one of the. They should trade some draft capital just to get 29th because they're going to get someone good at 29th apparently, no matter what they yeah, do. Yeah, 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 and uh, that's yeah, not a bad idea. Yeah, no, no. We'll, we'll, I think I think this first day at 12. But look, even even then, you know, when they got 11, they got Devin Vassell, who's looks like a promising uh, young player. So they did all that damage in a good way at 29. Did a pretty good job in getting Vassell at 11. Yeah, I think they'll be okay selecting at number 12 hey we're done talking we want to hear from you what do you think about uh well, ty's report of a pair of guards that the spurs are uh looking at slash working out and what do you think the spurs should do with 12 kai jones you know zaire williams we need to hear what you have to say about the spurs and the upcoming draft because ty it's just right around the corner isn't it it is 20 yeah it's coming in fast it's Going to be about a month for, by the time this comes out. So we got one yeah. month, and we're just, especially with the draft lottery just just ended, we're going to hear a lot more reports of people working out. Yeah, play, where where players are projected. We're going to see a lot more stuff from the combine. So there's going to be a lot of information coming out and a lot of news, especially once the finals ends. That's when everything happens. It's trades. Yeah. That's a lot more rumors. It's going to be fun. Yeah, and we'll definitely know the future of DeMar DeRozan. Um, that's another thing to keep an eye on in San Antonio. Will he be wearing silver and black or not? I'm going to place much, my much bet. much, more. I'm going to place my bet. I'm going to say, I'm just, I want this on the record. I think the Spurs move on from all three of those free agents in terms of Patty dun, Mills, dun, Rudy Gay, DeMar DeRozan. Putting out, putting that on the on the record, just so it's out there, so my prediction comes true. I can always come back to it. I'm saying Spurs are moving on from those three guys. I'm just calling. You, it. If, if if that happens, you're going to clip this segment right now and just have it on loop and put it out there in your social media, aren't you? I'm maybe, uh, maybe <laughs> I, I might be. I might be a little. I might be. I might be. Uh, what's it called? It's not prideful. It's the opposite of prideful. Uh, I told you so, or whatever that translates no, into. No, no, I'm well. trying to be, do the opposite of that. Slick. Well, How's that? I'll go, that with, good word? I'll go with modest. I'll be modest about it. All right. There, there, there you go, Ty. Be modest about it. <laughs> no, you're going to be boastful of it. I know you are. You're going to be boastful. Oh, I, I, I told you. I told you all three are gone. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's definitely something that I think Spurs fans really keep an eye on that. Did we see the last of Damar, Patty, and Rudy in a Spurs uniform? Patty's just a one wild card, man. That makes me think, like, I don't know, that's but a, we'll see. I, that's like uh, that's most likely the biggest one. If I'm gonna strike out on this prediction, it's probably gonna be Patty Mills. Yeah, I really believe so because unless he's willing to be bubble Patty, you remember that where he was just kind of buried in the bench with the clipboard. I mean, unless he's okay with that, but I just don't see it because I don't see it. It's he's coming near the end of his prime in physical age, and I'm not. I think I said this in either an article or something a while back. I'm not going to blame him if he decides if he decides to go make some money, go play for a contender because yeah, he, his time is limited, and I'm not going to blame him for doing for trying to get the most out of it. 
Absolutely. Yeah, right there with you. But hey, you know, if you want to uh, listen to more Locked On Spurs or just the Locked On NBA Network, subscribe anywhere at Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Odyssey app. It's all there for you. Pick a platform, the Locked On NBA Network, and of course, Locked On Spurs will be with you every step of the way as the Spurs offseason continues to chug away. And hey, you know, with the uh, NBA playoffs, right, well, right here, right now, as we, we talk, and, of course, the finals ahead. The Locked on NBA Network is covering it on the road to the finals. The coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, you can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. So for Ty Yeager, who needs sleep, we got to let him go. He needs to go catch up on his Give Z's. me a follow if you're going to if you want to support my, my sleep schedule. <laughs> Yeah, get, yeah, no, maybe, oh, no, no, definitely follow Ty, but don't bother him because then he won't go to sleep. Uh, you, get su- I, you get sucked in too much. You get sucked in. I, I turned off my, like, my push notifications on Twitter for a reason, like, minus outside of my, my DMs. I turned them off for a reason, like, a while back, and I've, it's, it's, it's been good, but well, you need also, to catch up on some sleep, man. But uh, also, sh- last thing before we go, uh, make sure to follow me. Follow at the line on Twitter at the line pod and because make sure to follow us on YouTube and Twitch. I'm doing a lot more live streams lately. Thanks, yes. to Jeff. And so if yeah. I'm doing a lot of live streams, doing a lot of chats, and we're also gonna have a whole draft party live stream that's gonna be on happening on 29th. And I would love to see everyone there, see your lovely messages. But make sure to go check that out. That's just gonna be at the line podcast on YouTube, Twitch, and on Twitter. Yeah, and, and if you're going to pick a platform, obviously you see them all for Ty, but you do the Twitch. He's really good on that Twitch p- platform. I definitely recommend that as well. You know, hey, Ty, you know, I if, 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 big if, the NBA allows uh, in-person media for the NBA draft, Ooh. I might be there. Might Ooh. be there. Might be there. All right, they're, they're, still doing, they're still doing the Zoom thing for events. And they, they, they're not getting away from that. So We'll bug Hopefully you there. We'll, we'll, we'll bug yeah, you at we'll, the draft. Don't worry. Oh, I'm pretty sure y'all will. But so for Ty Yeager, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. Yeah.